Sports Talk Chicago. All gas, no brakes. If you're looking for the same old sports talk, get out! You've come to the wrong place. Hey, we ain't come this far just to come this far, you hear me? I tell you what I see, I tell you the truth. We going hard today. We're fearless, bold, and highly opinionated. This here show. This show is so hot right now. The biggest guests, the hottest takes, and the best interviews live right here. Do you actually remind me of Dan Patrick? Because you ask great questions, you have the knack, you have the gift. On Sports Talk Chicago. Yo, Chicago. Here's your host. The guy's an absolute stud. John Zagul. Well, if you're just tuning in, the Bears blew another game and lost it in indescribable fashion let's discuss at sports talk chicago here with john's glue appreciate everybody tuning in hit up our great affiliates at the top of your screen we air on them weekly wkan 105.5 the ticket actb jedtb wjob City's 92.9 Talk FM. I'm John Zaglul. John Meadows is directing and producing. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and like this video and subscribe to us on YouTube. This was a collapse of epic proportions. I'll get to Justin Fields in a second. He's not fully to blame for how this game ended, although I wish he could hold on to the damn football in the fourth quarter. I don't understand how... He's three years in. We're talking about evaluations. We're talking about a high-stakes quarterback who was drafted in the first round, and somehow he just can't perform in clutch situations. But I'll get to that in a second. How do you force Jared Goff to throw three picks and you lose the game? How do you force all these turnovers and still lose the game? How are you up by two possessions entering the fourth quarter, and yet you lose by five? How is that possible? This was beyond unacceptable. And I will say this right now. And for anybody, because I saw there was discussion this week about justifying keeping Eberflus at minimum. Comparing him to Dan Campbell in his time in Detroit. If Eberflus is not gone on Black Monday, then this Bears team is set up to fail again and again and again and again and again! Matt Eberflus is a horrendous head coach. And how about horrendous management? Horrendous time management? Horrendous holding on to a lead when you're up by two possessions entering the fourth quarter of play. You're going to tell me you still don't know how to win a football game? We've been through this. Okay, this is your second year in the league, Matt. You need to understand how to close games and win them. And I'll tell you what. There's been enough already to occur to allow him to be fired. People don't want to talk about it, but we'll talk about it again. Alan Williams, his running backs coach, those two guys resigned under mysterious circumstances. He can't even control his coaching staff. He's a horrible judge of people and talent, clearly, because he's bringing in people who are violating HR policies. He has the worst record in Bears history. And now, even now, when they were up by two possessions, when they were about to upset, upset the Detroit Lions at their home on the road, they blow it like this. They continually let Detroit back into the game, keep them around, keep them around. They never fully stop their foot on their necks. And now, David Montgomery, out of all people, revenge at its finest of all people, Ends it for the Bears. Then when the Bears get the ball back with 25 seconds to go and two timeouts, fumble, safety, game over. 
what the hell is going on in Chicago? I don't understand this. The Bears offensively did not play a bad game at all, and the Bears' defense really won the game. They forced Jared Goff to continually make mistake after mistake after mistake. Too many picks, too many problems, too many issues on Goff's part. They did great at forcing Goff to look horrible. Three picks for Goff, excuse me, three picks for Goff was great. You know, they were really doing a good job at, at keeping them in check offensively. You're facing one of the best offenses in football. And you as a team did a great job running and passing even. Fields did okay passing, I should say. He did fine. But he ran for 100. Herbert, Johnson, Foreman all got some good yardage. D.J. Moore had a good game too. And in terms of time of possession, the Bears had 50 minutes of pulling out of the football. How do you fall like this? How do you fall in this fashion? I mean, this was probably one of the worst collapses I've ever seen the Bears commit. And I know I maybe haven't been around long, but I'll tell you what, this was pretty damn pathetic. You're up by 12, 13 points entering the fourth quarter, and little by little, you just, it, it seemed as if they wanted to lose. It seemed as if they didn't want to win. Their play calling reflected it, and then late when they had one last chance, Classic Justin Fields can't hold on to the football. And I'm not going to blame Justin in full. Here's what I actually want to go after today a little bit, too. Darnell Wright. We're all talking about Darnell Wright being such a great player. PFF rates him like this. He sucks. Okay? Now, I know he's a rookie. He has time to develop and time to turn it around. But I'll tell you what. On that fumble from Fields, Darnell Wright got beat again. He had a couple of penalties today, too. Jalen Johnson dropped, like, three interceptions. Mr. Big Time Moneybags. I mean, all of these players who have hype, all of these players who are artificially hyped by either the Bears, the fans, or both, really don't have much to say or much to do. It's artificial hype. It's artificial hype. And Fields, and I'm going to say it, I don't care what anybody says, he's not a fourth-quarter quarterback. And that's okay if your team was amazing and you didn't even need to worry about the fourth quarter. The fact is, no matter what team you are, unless you're like some steamrolling giant behemoth of a football team, you need a clutch quarterback in the fourth quarter. And time and time again, and I can't believe people are still failing to see this. I mean, it's really unbelievable. Really unbelievable. Fields fumbled again. Fields was in the fourth quarter, fumbled it again. I mean, you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. You know? I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how people feel. It's a fact. It's the truth. Okay? you got to hold on to the football in the fourth quarter. I'm not saying they would have won. And I even said I'm not blaming Fields for this loss. But, dude, fourth quarter, down by a possession. You got the ball with 30 seconds left, and that's another fumble, another turnover that turned into a safety. It just can't be happening. And everybody can say what they want. I'm not going to be blasted for it. So be it. Whatever. You know what? you got to hold on to the fo- damn football. Got to hold on to the football. Okay? That, that's that's simple. We did the same thing when we talked about Mitch. Mitch actually had a similar, I don't know if anybody remembers Mitch in, uh, what was it, 2020 against the Lions where they were winning, uh, then they were losing at the end, and Mitch had to make a play. He lost a ball, caused a fumble, was picked up, scoop scored, touchdown in the fourth quarter, Lions won, right? Everybody crapped on him. Why today are we not going to say anything about Fields? He had an okay game, passing, great game running, but cannot hold on to the football. That's not going to win you football games long term. You have to learn how to hold the ball you got to hold the ball. 
Okay? Nevertheless, tell you what, you can't be blowing games like this. Thank you, Coach Eberflus. I would love to hear what he's going to say in his postgame, and I would love to critique it, and we will, because there's nothing that you could say you can't justify anything. You can't justify anything. You know, all the blame is going to go to him, and rightfully so. He's the head coach, but this was bad, guys. This was really bad. This was a failure of coaching on all levels, a failure defensively, calling plays, because you let Jared Goff somehow light it up, which I can't even believe. You let Jared Goff light it up. And on top of that, you know, you just let the Lions continue to linger. You let the Lions continue to hang around and see what occurs. And I'm, I'm just so, I'm so sick of seeing it. You know, Eberflus did this last year in his first year because there were a lot of games the Bears were in late, right? We, we saw it every time, and then we assumed, okay, they're going to be tanking. Maybe they're going to do that again, but they should not be tanking again at the end of the day. And Matt Eberflus is going to pay for what happens. Matt Eberflus is going to pay for what happens here, too. And right now, Justin Fields is, too. People don't want to hear it, right? People are so mad. Oh, you're you're criticizing Justin Fields. I'm not. I'm just being honest. And the fact is that inside two minutes in the fourth quarter, if Justin Fields has the football, look what everybody said in the comments. Everybody, oh, if Justin has it, watch out for the pick. Watch out for this. It's just so true, right? I mean, you know, the fact that people are being delusional about it just goes to show where everybody lies on it. I want a good team and a good quarterback. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Fields. I don't care if it's the next big thing. I want a quarterback that I could trust in the fourth quarter. Trubisky was not good in the fourth quarter. And now Fields is not good in the fourth quarter, right? It's true. Mitch was not great in the fourth quarter. He was great when he had a lead and had time, things of that nature, right? So it's the same thing here for Fields. The fact that we're this far in and we consistently see Fields just crap in the bed in the fourth quarter. That's not good either. It's not. People don't want to hear it, but it's not good. Oh, gosh. What a horrible game. Am I surprised a little bit? Because I'm a moron and thought that maybe it was going to work out a little bit better. The Bears were up and it was looking good. But I'll tell you what. No, this isn't it. This was a really bad performance team-wise, in terms of the fourth quarter. Similar to the Broncos game. You know, everybody, oh, the Broncos game was great. Fields looked great. All this stuff went well. And yet they lost, and they turned the ball over three times in the fourth quarter in that game. And the Broncos came all the way back. All the way back. And it's ridiculous. It's so sad. Fields is partially to blame for this, but how about the coaching staff's failure as well? Um, (laughs) this is just how it goes, I guess, right? This is how Bears football is. We sit here and we deal with BS every week. It's something new every week. It's just a damn joke. I mean, this was a joke. I mean, really, you know, it it looked like, I mean, you you explain this situation to somebody who's not a Bears fan. You're like, what the, what happened again? How did this go? How did this work? Wait, you guys were winning by two possessions, and then you let the other team back in, then you were losing with 20 seconds to go, then your QB fumbled, which turned into a safety? It's so bad. It's so bad. And this team, once more, is not getting it done.
I'm unbelievably disappointed, but that's what the Bears do all the time. And this is eerily reminiscent and oddly reminiscent, sincerely, of Mitch Trubisky's fifth year. It really is because, you know, the Bears went 8-8, eight eight, made the playoffs, but nobody was happy. And even Mitch had this same thing happen to him in 2020 against the same team in the same situation, only at home. I find that really crazy, you know, how it kind of repeated itself again. This was a failure. And here's the weird thing. You know, you're going to look at the stats. If somebody didn't watch this game and say, how did the Bears lose? They played great. They dominated. And they did for two and a half, three quarters, maybe, generously speaking. But when you let an elite team continue to come back and when you don't take advantage off of turnovers, right, when you force three picks and at the end of the day you score nothing off those three picks, what do you expect to occur? You expect to win? No. So everybody failed. Everybody, in some capacity, played a role in this loss, whether people want to hear it or not, and that includes Justin Fields, because you can't fumble the football with 25 seconds left in the fourth quarter of a game in which you could have driven downfield. The Bears could have gotten to the field goal range and at least kicked a field goal. It's facts. It's true. But I digress, I guess. we got to keep up the field's worship here as well. You know what? I'm so disappointed and disgusted. Uh, The Bears are who we all thought they were and continue to be. They're going to continue to find ways to screw things up. And I'm assuming that that's how it's going to be for the rest of this season, too, that this is probably their goal. I mean, I thought Justin played well for the first 3.75 quarters. Besides that fumble, he was fine. He really was. I don't think it was really all on him, but that fumble hurt, too, man. That really hurt. I don't know how you can defend anybody on this team moving forward. Ryan Poles is going to be defended because, you know, you can't say anything It's not his quarterback. Ryan Poles deserves some blame too, but whatever. Let's say we don't even go down that road. I'll tell you what, though. Matt Eberflus does. Justin Fields does. Today, Jalen Johnson does. Darnell Wright does. All these, you know, these, these artificially hyped players, especially Johnson and Wright, who made mistakes today. Big ones at times. So... I digress. Thanks, everybody, for watching. I want to give a big thank you again to John Meadows, directing and producing. Thank you to all of you. We had a lot of people tuning in with us today, which was awesome. Uh, I really appreciate you guys hanging here with us. You can subscribe to the channel, hit the like button if you'd like, and hang out with us. Um, Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago as well. We'll talk to you this week. We're going to do a show before the holidays, so be sure to hang out for that. We'll give you updates and let you know what's going on, but... Until next time, thank you, and so long, everybody.